0: It's a pretty standard pattern, which I see in, you know, clients where it's like, it's been three months, I'm doing all the things that you're telling me to do, but I hate my tongue. like, you know, and I'm like, first off, if you're talking about your body with hate, and you have so much anger, and so much inward frustration, it's going to be really hard to see the results you're looking for. It's not just the food, you know, your mind and your stress levels have so much to do with your outcome. Um, So it yeah. is, it's a combination of, I feel, you, you can manifest and you definitely need to believe that you are it to get there, but you do need to pay attention to what's going on inside your head and the healing and the inner work.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action knowing that perfect is boring. Hello, welcome back to Be It Till You See It. I'm so happy you're here. I really am. Um, uh, this interview with Uma Nalrakar. Um, she is a breath of fresh air, and also has an incredible story that she shared. And actually, in this interview, yeah, I asked her questions she'd never been asked before and she'd never told that story before. And so I'm really honored um, that you'll get to hear it in this interview. Um, I want you to look in the show notes. So you can get all of the links to everything that she has going on. She runs challenges. She has an incredible nutrition website, and um you're going to want to follow her on Instagram for best tips on just really be taking charge of your health. But why I really wanted you to hear from Uma is when I met her, I didn't know her before I met her. Obviously, that's how it works. So, <laughs> so brilliant. Um, But when I, I, we met in this really interesting way, we were both sitting next to each other in the front row of this group. And she had no problems just like talking to me as if we had known each other and like asking me questions as if we'd known each other. And I just really loved that about her. I loved that she uh, wasn't held- holding back or like, oh, I don't know this girl, so I can't ask this girl anything. Like she literally... If she had a question, she asked it. And as someone who I, I tend to be, um, someone who like little, like sits back, you you would never know it. I know, but like, I don't often ask questions, um, from people. I've been trying to change that about myself, um, hence this podcast, but like, I just, it would be in these groups and I'm like learning from these amazing people and I just wouldn't ask the question. And she, having her sitting next to me constantly asking questions really made it seem like it was totally possible and kind of got my gumption up to ask questions. And so I'm really grateful for her. And I'm grateful that we got to connect. So I, I I can't wait for you to dive into this um, interview. And please, please, please check out how you can get to know more about her and work with her in the show notes below, because I promise even if you just follow her on Instagram, you're going to learn so much more about how you can take care of your health. And so um, until further ado, after this brief message, the fabulous interview with Uma. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates, I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to online Pilates Classes.com slash be it pod. Again, online Pilates Classes.com slash B E I T P O D, and let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. All right, well, I am so pleased to finally bring to you Uma Narakar. She is someone who hopefully I said her last name really well. Um, but also who I got to meet because we both were in, we were in a mastermind together she was the first person I sat down next to and we kept getting put into groups. So no matter how many different ways they counted off groups, we always were in the same group together. And, um, I found her just her passion and her energy and enthusiasm were, were like contagious. And also I just feel like, you know, no bounds. Like there was no, um, scarcity mindset in talking to you. And it really helped. Me out and I wanted to bring you on to all of the people listening. Um, just so inspiring. And so, Uma, will you please tell everyone a little about yourself?
0: Oh my gosh. First, I just want to say thank you for that intro. That was beautiful. And before I got on, I was just thinking about that day. It was, you know, we were in the very front row of that mastermind. Do you remember that? And we were sitting right next to each other. That's how we got introduced. And you're absolutely right. We just kind of kept getting in the same groups. (laughs) and it was a beautiful way to connect and yeah i also want to say that i really appreciate you everything you're doing um you know your work and how passionate you are um with everything that you do i get inspired every day even if you're just doing a workout if i'm watching a workout video i'm like okay that's so motivating and i appreciate it i think you're like hundred percent in everything that you do and i just want to say that i admire that about you and i appreciate that um so about me uh, that's amazing I mean if I just brought you on for the compliment (laughs) yeah I I could write an intro for you next time um I I don't know where to start what what do you want to know about me ask me well
1: I mean I mean so um you know we met because you run your own business and that's really cool Mm but I guess like what started you to right, to create your own business? Like, where were you that made you go, you know what, I'm going to do this thing that's my own. And, I, and also a bit, I know you do a lot with health and fitness. So I want to make sure we get into nutrition and, and that kind of thing, because you are the expert in that.
0: Oh, thank you. Okay, so I do a couple of different things. So I am a nutritionist and I work with, functional MDs in LA and now you're you're doing all over the country and a few different parts of the world where I do a lot of maintenance work right so if someone has a hormonal disorder like PCOD, PCOS or uh, just other functional disorders like maybe type 2 diabetes uh, I work with uh, patients to help maintain uh, their lifestyle so that they they can get off medication or reverse their conditions. So that's one thing that I do. I also work with, uh, so I do a lot of group challenges just to motivate people to move and to, you know, start, um, start, to start with the health and fitness journey. And I work and partner with multiple brands on social media. So those are my three different businesses. And my most important job is that I'm a mom, I have two amazing kids and um, they're still you know they're eight and eleven so that's a big part of my uh, what I do Um, and the way it all started was so I'm going to give you the shorter version of the story Um, I had a corporate job in Hollywood um, and it was um, really high stress and a lot of work weekends late nights a lot of client servicing and um, it kind of took a toll on my health and because I was much younger and very ambitious I kind of let it slide right and um, before I knew it my health was completely compromised I was uh, overweight but more than that I had like functional issues I had high blood pressure and um, you know it's it's so interesting I feel like we all know when something's off right our body's so clever. It's constantly telling us, you know, you have a headache, your clothes are not fitting you the way they used to, you're not sleeping well, right? And we kind of ignore all that till something happens. And that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, We were in our late 20s and trying to start a family um, and uh, I I couldn't get pregnant. I couldn't conceive. Mm -hmm. And after I think a year of trying, we went to see a fertility uh, specialist and, she asked me, she said, are you aware that you have put on over 25 pounds in just this last 12 months? And I was like, wait, wow. no, last 12 months? Are you sure? Like, isn't it? hasn't it been longer? And she said, no, like, I'm just looking at your uh, chart. And she said, your hormones are off, your blood. It, it was just, I was completely at a rock bottom as far as my health was concerned. Yeah. And I think at that point, I was just like, I can never forget, you know, that moment where you're like, This has nothing, I mean, forget having babies, you know, if I want to live and if I want to live, live long enough, I really need to change something. So Mm -hmm. I started making, you know, I started doing all the research and making changes in the way I was eating and moving. And surely enough, you know, I, I saw changes in how I was feeling and the weight went off. I got pregnant naturally and my entire life changed. I was just so much happier. Uh, It was like the fog lifted. And um, I think everyone around me saw that. I feel like that's how it all started because people started asking me what I'm doing. Why am I, you know, looking better? Why have I lost the weight? How did I get pregnant without IVF? And I just started sharing with like my neighbor, my cousins, and people who I know. And it just went from there. And then uh, it was referrals and people started asking me. I literally, I, I think there was a point when I was like, huh, maybe I should charge for this. And I think I would charge <laughs> like, a, it literally was like, I, I think I started charging like $100 for like the whole thing, like my entire <laughs> consultation. And, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Call me whenever you want. We'll do as many follow-ups as you want. <laughs> there was no, no real business concept right to it and um so that went on for quite some time I did a lot of free work I showed up everywhere and uh, I just loved doing it and then there came a point when I was like this is great but I'm doing it for 10 hours a day with two babies so I think I should get paid for it so um <laughs> then it became uh, a one-on-one coaching thing and then slowly evolved into an online business and then came all the scaling up but the moral of the story is that I think that all of us know that you know we need to change I feel like that sense is there when you see your health depleting and I see it again and again in all my clients and I'm sure you see it too it's like people yeah. will come to you when they don't have a choice right and they are they are like at a point where they've been diagnosed with something or they're so severely compromised that they have to change and i yeah. wish that that changes and we start from the beginning you know we it becomes a part of who we are and we don't have to get to that point
1: i couldn't agree more i think it's um you know it's definitely like i don't have kids but i'm sure that the way you raise your kids is to put their health and wellness first. And like, because if you learn that at a younger age, right. I didn't, I no offense to my parents. They did the best they could, but like, I didn't learn um, about boundaries. Um, I was like, Oh, I'm getting offered another promotion. So you say yes. And it's like, you know Mm -hmm. um, uh, the extra, like you're rewarded for the extra credit, the extra work to get the, A plus, like what, you know what I mean? But you, so I was just trained to do more and more as if more was better. And it's probably why I love supply so much because it's all about quality, not quantity. But I, um, I definitely had a similar thing in my career where I should have been the happiest I could be. I was super young and like so known and I'll, I, and I was, my health was ruined. Um, stress had really taken over everything. And, um, and, I had to get so clear on like what was causing everything and like unpeel the layers that had I'd put on of stress to figure out like, what was the cause? Because it takes such a toll on our bodies. And I'm sure that you find like, if you go back to when you, before you were this, you know, when you eat differently and when you're working out and you're putting your health first, I feel like I have way more confidence on days that I fueled myself better than on days that I didn't.
0: Right. Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. And you know, I also feel talking about the society, right, or how you're brought up and what you were saying about, you know, up my parents too. And in fact, I was born in India, so a country where uh, education and uh, success and doing more and resting less is definitely like a badge of honor. And I definitely took that with me uh, when I started working and I, I worked as a producer in Hollywood, so it was excruciatingly stressful. And I think, you know, we, we take pride in the longer hours, in the lack of sleep and the working on weekends. And when you are in your early 20s, it's really not as those hormetic stressors, they're there, but you're so much more resilient to them, right? As you start entering your perimenopausal years, which is anything from 35 to 55, that stress amplifies. And then you you will see people having all these like HPA access issues and sleep problems. Like I cannot sleep no matter what I do. Right. And, um, it all, it's just, it adds up. It's like, you know, what you did for the last 20 years, you kind of rewind it in two months. <laughs> right. right. You're like, okay, well,
1: I'm going, I'm Uma, I'm sleeping eight hours a day and like, it's not getting better. It's like, well, <laughs> how many, how many days have you done that? And compared to how many years you didn't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it's like Leslie, I just I did Pilates yesterday. I don't see my ads. Like, you know? No. Like, <laughs> it's like I
1: know. Um, well, usually I say, well, I I'm not in the kitchen with you. <laughs> yeah. I, um, That's a good one. I <laughs> um so okay, you know, because you're from India. When did you come to the US? And um I just wonder like cause I was born and raised a California girl. So that is an, an interesting life all in its own. When I went to the East coast, I'm like, what is, why are all these States so small? Why are people working oh in God, one I state but they it. live in another, <laughs> you know? So I find like people's childhoods and life is very interesting. So how old were you when you moved here? And then, um, like, what, what, what do you remember? Like, when do you remember kind of like putting yourself out there a little bit more and, and kind of, you know, what was that like? for you
0: oh that's that's such a good question but I don't think anyone's ever asked me that so I moved here when I was 20 and it's interesting because I moved from one country to another country where I have no family no friends and I moved to San Francisco actually and I lived there for seven years I went to film school there and then I was there for a little bit longer and it was all different but I think the most the biggest difference for me was the food right so um, in India we have a lot of health inherently there's help and cooks and food is never something that I had to even think about so that's the reason why it was always so well balanced and healthy because it was like home-cooked Indian food and all the beautiful dals and vegetables and it was primarily vegetarian we, we ate meat on the weekends as like a treat. Um dessert mm-hmm. would always be homemade, something made in ghee, like very, very like decently portioned. And I came to America where everything was super size right? And <laughs> I was a student. And I mean I was first it was shocking, then it was exciting. And then it was kind of like, I didn't have a choice. I was hungry and I had to eat and I was a student. So it was like McDonald's and all the other. And it was truly exciting. I have to say in the beginning, because I was like, what is going on? Why are these people eating so much? Uh, but, um, <laughs> but it was a huge um, adjustment. And, you know, when you're asking me about how I, you know, what, the thing that I had to kind of like get over and just be like, I'm going to embody this. Uh, I am, you know, the book Atomic Habits. Have you read that? clear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He talks about shifting your identity to who you want to be. Have Do you remember that part of the book? Or be, the, what he's saying is that if you, you know, you, if you want something, if you truly believe that you want something, you need to believe that you have it and you need to shift your identity in the sense that, you know, I am, a confident 20 year old girl in the United States where I don't know shit about this country and I truly don't understand half the words that they use um and at 20 was I clear about what I'm saying now no not at all because it was nerve-wracking and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because the biggest obstacle apart from the food my biggest challenge was speaking or just speaking out in class or just raising my hand or just standing in front of an audience and saying like anything it was something that I didn't grow up with in India you never get an opportunity to speak anything everything is crowded and they don't have time for anybody speaking so Mm -hmm. I think it was a true challenge and it sounds so um it doesn't sound like a big deal because my children, both of them grew up here, they're Californians. And, you know, I can see how speaking is so inherent, right? Like you're, you're in a group setting or if you're in a big crowd, just saying what you feel is pretty standard. It's not considered like, you know, a big deal, but for me, it was, it was my accent. It was understanding what, um, the other person is saying because a lot of times I would be like uh, my English was all very British, so I didn't understand okay. the cal. You know, some some words I just didn't get what they're saying. Uh, yeah, or, no, <laughs> if we
1: don't put s's and words. We put z's there. It's a whole thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it was. This, I'm just like, what did she say? And now, what am I gonna say? Like, you know, so it. But, but the point is that even without knowing or understanding that I'm doing that. James Clear technique I was like I am this confident woman I literally I would wake up every day I had membership to this really shady gym that I used to go to and um, you know because that's what I could afford and then I would like get something from Chipotle or McDonald's slightly different but still kind of in the same budget and then I would be like, I'm just going to go and I'm going to make conversations with these people. And if I don't understand what they're saying, I used to do this weird thing where I used to record what people are saying. So if you said something to me and if I didn't get it, I would be like, can you please repeat that? And I would put it on my phone, like as a voice note. And I would go mm-hmm. home and be like, you know, at that coffee shop, the guy asked me for your or to go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, for your or to go. And I'm like, what is he talking? And I, I was just like, I was like, no, 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 no coffee. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so I would make voice notes and go home and be like, this is what this shit means. So next mm. time when he says for your or to go, it is for your or to go, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, so no, it, is- it's, go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know, it sounds ridiculous, because this is like 20 years later, and so much has happened. But those two years, the first two years when I was in college here you know, were hard and intimidating.
1: Yeah, but you you were like, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try to do all the things that I feel like I should be able to do, and then I'm going to do, and then I'll go back to my room and try to figure out how to break it down. And it that what James Clear says, and there's so much research on it. um, A lot of people are like, well, when I have the job, then the promotion, then I will go to the gym and take care of myself. Or when I, um, when I'm, you know, um, I've had different clients go, Oh, well, when I'm about to have a baby, then I'll get better about my health. And it's like all the, like you to have the thing you want to have, you have to be it now. Like you have to be the thing and do the things now. And that's because it puts you in a mindset that makes you actually make the decisions based on the person who has the thing already versus the person who doesn't have the thing. Right. So yeah, exactly. That's, really-
0: that's exactly, that's exactly, it. that's how uh, he, he explains it. Yeah, but I just, I'm fascinated because I read that book pretty recently, right? It's, it wasn't there 20 years ago, but I feel like that's what I was doing without even knowing it.
1: So Yeah. I, I mean, it's really, I think as human beings we are really incredible. Sometimes like as far as survival goes, we'll come up with different things. Um, but that is definitely, I, I feel like a great story because so many times people are like, well, I don't know how, like I I've told this story before, but you know, running my own companies, I'm like, why is I, I? I don't know how to be a CEO. Like, I remember getting frustrated. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to be a CEO. And then I was like, okay. I heard someone say on a podcast, like, well if you act as if you are the ceo or whatever right. then like what would that ceo who doesn't know how to solve this problem do and so i had to go okay if i am let me just pretend to be this person that i don't feel like i am yet and what would i do right now and so it makes you just make way different decisions um from a place of control and confidence versus um scarcity or victim or it's impossible you know
0: yeah, I absolutely love that. I just feel that there's one thing to it, though, which is so being that person or and, and manifesting your future, uh, you know, I think it's beautiful if you are open and willing to do the inner work. Right. Or if you have if you're coming from a place where you are healed, you're happy, you're ready. Receive Right. If you are this bitter person holding some kind of anger or, uh, you know, if you are not there yet, as far as your development, your self- self-development goes, then I feel no matter how much you embody, no matter how much you manifest, and then you're like just sitting there being like, oh, why am I not, you know, getting this? And you're not looking at what's happening inside. And this is, again, it's a pretty standard pattern, which I see in, you know, clients. Where it's like, it's been three months. I'm doing all the things that you're telling me to do. But I hate my tummy, like, you know. And I'm like, first off, if you're talking about your body with hate, and you have so much anger, and so much inbuilt frustration, it's going to be really hard to see the results you're looking for it's not just the food you know your mind and your stress levels have so much to do with your outcome um so it is it's a combination of i feel you you can manifest and you definitely need to believe that you are it to get there but you do need to pay attention to what's going on inside your head and the healing and the inner work
1: 100 it's it i mean I think we've all seen even movies, if you've never seen it in real life of like people who are in leadership roles who like just should not be there. You're like, this person should not be there. And they're they're also not even appreciating the things that are around them. Um, When it comes to, so, you know, I think people say inner work and I'm wondering like, I know for me for a long time, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the inner work. Like, what does that even mean? So yeah. <laughs> I would read books because that's what I could afford at the time. And I was like, oh, I hope this is the inner work. And then podcast came out and I was like, thank goodness for this free, <laughs> yeah. free way of getting some work for me. Like it was definitely, um, working with a somatic, um, therapist actually it was really, yeah. um, really good for me, for you, like for clients that you've worked with, um, obviously nutrition is a, I don't think people realize the way that nutrition plays mind games on us. (laughs) And um, so what would you say is like, is it nutrition? Is it, is is it therapy? Like, what are some of the, what are some of your go-to ways for people to figure out that inner work they need to do?
0: First off, yes to therapy. I think all kinds of therapy is, uh, I appreciate all of it. And I think uh, people, it's still, it's very interesting. It's still, people have a lot of resistance to see a therapist or to, um, you know, just open up and talk to someone else about what's going on. Uh, so I, yes to therapy, but more than that, yeah, nutrition, what you're eating is going to be foundational um, movement and how active you are and um, what, what you're doing there, uh, as well as your stress levels, your sleep um all that I think ties in it is pretty holistic I don't think it's one or the other and yeah. I have a lot of really fit clients who are like I mean as fit as they can be who are miserable who are so unhappy who are who are they're like constantly looking for ways to you know get to the next level and quite frankly they don't even know what the next level is so I think uh it, it, it's it's everyone's very different and for one person maybe it's like you know your nutrition is seriously lacking and we need to make some switches so that you start like having a better relationship with food. But for someone else it might just be something as simple as you know like doing yoga or getting out in nature. Uh, someone who's like stuck in front of their computer all day and doesn't even like realize it like for example like the best I think the best example I can give is like being in a casino. Right? Like in inside a casino, like how clever is that? It's like the lights are always the same. It's always bright. It's always entertaining. There's enough blue light to kick the melatonin out. So you're always in that cortisol rush. They want that because they want you to play. But that's how we are pretty pretty much living our life. Like like we are mm-hmm. in a casino. Right? Because we yeah. are indoors, we are in front of the computer, then we are watching something, and then we expect to have a good night's sleep. So I feel like it's It's just, it all ties in and it's not one thing. I call it, uh, I call it the tripod actually of optimal health, uh, which is what you're eating, uh, how, what your movement, your life activity, your lifestyle, um, and then your mental health, your mindset, right? They all tie in and then your health is sort of like sitting on that tripod. So if one Mm. of those legs is like wobbly, then the whole thing is going to collapse.
1: But it's an incredible visual and it's, and I, and you're right. Cause you mentioned like it's holistic. Cause some people could be listening going, well, you know, Uma and Leslie, I I do yoga. I do Pilates I eat like this. And then still not. And it's like, well, if your mindset <laughs> isn't yeah. you know, like your movement might be there and your nutrition might be there, but if you're money mindset is lacking or your, your, the way you see other people trying to help you, like all those things you have to, you have to work on all the parts of the tripod. I, that's, um, really a genius way of describing it. Um, you know, I, um, I find like with a lot of people, they start to go, well, this is like, this is really nice, but it's either very expensive to think about Mm -hmm. that, or it's very time consuming, which is, you know, expensive. So, you know, for someone who is maybe lacking in time, do you have any like go to tips for working on that tripod with just like, you know, like quick, easy, not that anything's easy, but just ways to kind of get started? Because I think once you get started, it's like a snowball and you start to find more time because you start to crave doing more.
0: Yeah, but you're absolutely right. And I think starting small and, you know, getting those successes and putting those checks on that li- small list uh, for your health, it always, it's, it's super motivating and what you're right it's like a ripple effect and you feel like doing more uh for starters things that that are, cost absolutely no money the first thing i would say is circadian fasting all of us can mm-hmm. do it um it does it does not cost any money i think that's the reason why it's so um you know not popular because the pharma companies so are nobody's <laughs> making any money out of people fasting um so that would be one um Sunlight, uh, getting some fresh sunlight, like on your face, in your retina, like in the early hours of the day, just to sync that circadian clock, also obviously for vitamin D, for energy, that would be a good thing. Starting to cook at home. Or mm. even if you are not a cook, just getting involved in the process of cooking, maybe sitting and creating a menu together or um, just maybe have a couple of nights in the week where it becomes a thing where you are like experimenting with food with a glass of wine or something. I feel like the more involved you are in the process of picking your food, prepping it, eating it. And I know everyone can not do it and it, it is time consuming, but it doesn't have to be every day. It's just, it gives you it gets you closer. I think it's a part of mindful eating. Like it's not just, oh, sit down in a comfortable place and make sure you are smelling your food and looking at all the colors and like eating it. Yes, that's beautiful. But you should also know where the food came from, right? And I think doing it even once a week, is like a beautiful exercise. Yeah. Sleep doesn't cost anything most of the time, unless you're at a point where you need a lot of sleep aid. But uh, most of the time, you know, just trying to get... To sleep on time, staying away from blue light, staying away from media, and staying away from just toxic um toxic media more than anything else um, as well as just a lot of like chats and conversations which can kind of hurt you um, in any mm-hmm. way because you know all of us have those right where you know talking to mom makes me feel this way or you know talking to a certain cousin really brings up this side in me so maybe not doing that like right before going to bed um, I mean that's genius
1: because I think people are like oh I'm gonna be screen free but then they like yeah call their sister God. who f- makes them feel like not super great about themselves or they yeah. get off the phone with their mom and it's like just kind of before bed not doing any of those things that don't make you feel good
0: yeah any of those things but at least an hour and it doesn't have to be you know too long you can do a lot of things other than talking to toxic people and watching tv right so um i mean it could be listening to something it could be a podcast or uh music Mm -hmm. or maybe maybe actually talking to people who you live with
1: (laughs) (laughs) or um, maybe talking to people you live
0: with (laughs) Right, which is like everyone's just on their own media, so um which is very I mean, I have to uh, intentionally make my kids do that because they're at that age where media is everything, so talking to people at home is actually a part of a <laughs> bedtime routine, so it's like they get time <laughs> on the television, so it's it's uh, it's watching and talking, that's what we call it, so watching time is where they can be on their iPad or uh, on TV and uh then it's talking time so they can talk to each other or they can talk to us <laughs> um that i think that's so cool because i think there's a, probably a lot of moms listening there and it's like
1: how do you get them off but you're they get to be on their screens it sounds like until there, it's the bedtime routines and then it's like you get to talk to us or you can talk to each other or you <laughs> anything like yeah. that
0: yeah or they have other options they they have legos to play with it's just not screen screen time is over at that point and it just it's so inherent it's now they know it so they would be talking and playing something really cute could be or could be drawing and talking yeah. so um yeah i think as you said in the beginning that you know these are the kind of things that i really i think they're important to me and i want them to learn them from the beginning um as yeah. against later
1: but what what great tips. Cause not, not one of those things costs any money. They just cost like making the decision and being intentional about it. And, you know, it's, I find that when you make those, those steps, um, it really is that I said it before, it's like a snowball, like starts to use, it starts to gain more speed and it allows more space. You'll start to see more opportunities for, um, either free ways to take care of the three things on the tripod or you know you might because you have more time you start to explore other things. I mean I remember thinking when my I started doing morning pages I'm like I already have to wake up so early. Like I can't even do this and I'm like look this is a free thing that your very expensive therapist has suggested you do. Just give it a try. And now it's like it doesn't take that much time. It does start the day off really really well and you it helps you with every, everything else that I do all day so um, so thank you for sharing those just like off the top because I think that it was be really helpful. Um, okay so um, I feel like we can get tips from you all day, but um, um, I want to be mindful of your time so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with actually some more tips for you. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to OnlinePilatesClasses.com slash BeItPod. Again, OnlinePilatesClasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Okay, Uma, so everyone is in
0: love with you now and, Aww,
1: <laughs> and they want to follow sweet. you and and work with you. How can they do that?
0: Um, a couple of different ways i have a website it's called on with a twist and you can put a link um, for that Mm -hmm. Um, and then i'm I'm on i'm on instagram uh that's where i mainly hang on social media so you can definitely catch me there um right now i'm actually doing a free challenge uh, starting march uh sorry not march we're in may right (laughs) may 17th um it's for five days so it's a free mind and body challenge and I'm sharing one hit workout one mindset exercise which you can do in less than 20 minutes every day for five days and then I have a free food list with that which you can use to just complement um, what you're doing so if you're interested I will also give you a link to that and you can put it in the show notes I'd love to have you guys there Oh my god,
1: this sounds so fun! Um, do you run challenges often so that anytime people are listening to this, you know, down the road they can mm-hmm. jump on? Is so there like a list?
0: Yes, yeah, so this one is a free challenge. I also do my ten week challenge. It's called the Om Ten Week Challenge, which is every three months. I do private coaching. Um, I I do group coaching. So there's different opportunities to work with me, and it's all on my website.
1: Oh, amazing. We'll have all of that in the show notes and how you can get in touch with her. And if you are like, I don't even know which one of these things I need, you'll just DM her on Instagram and she will help you. Okay. So I ask everyone this, um, because I think it's so important that anyone listening to this who resonated with your story, who heard, you know, how you got here to this country and like how you started your business. And they're like, this woman really resonates with me. I really want them to have tips from you. So, um, what are you know some tips you can give to our, um, our listeners about how they could be it till they see it? It could be something bold or executable, or how they could find out what their intrinsic motivation is or targeted.
0: All right. So, as I said before, the first, the most important thing is to make sure that you are starting from a really healed and grounded place right you want a really good foundation to build on that's important and um, you will know it you will know when you're when you when you feel it and if you're not and if you need some work that you need to do then uh, as we talked about therapy is great but also things like tapping uh, or breath work or just more time in nature where you can let go heal and create the space to invite all those things that you want to be. Uh, That's one thing. And then once you do that, it is truly important to believe that you have it. And um, I feel like even affirming to it, you know, saying it out loud, I am whatever it is that it is. Like, for example, for me, uh, right now, I am uh, in the process of trying to uh, be a little more mindful of how I spend my money. I just felt like during COVID, I was just going a little out of control and I caught myself and I was like, you know, I need to, no, I need to literally, I need to train my mind to be more mindful about money. So one of my affirmations is that I am the kind of person who saves. I'm Mm. the kind of person who saves and it is so effective. So every single time I want to spend more than a hundred dollars, I just, then I'm like, I'm the kind of person who saves. And a lot of times I change my mind. And uh, so it's just it's affirmations uh, really help in getting to where you want to be. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, if you don't believe you can do it, no matter what anybody else tells you, it's not happening. So you better believe and you better 100% um, trust the fact that you are and you can do it. Oh,
1: that is I love all of those so much, but the, the affirmation thing is something I've recently started doing because we're, we're making a lot of changes. And I was having this like identity crisis about, about like being that person. And I was like, we just have to start telling ourselves that every single day, because you got to get that, that subconscious to believe it. So thank you for that. I love all of these tips. Um, So much. And I'm just so grateful for you. I'm grateful that we, we met. I love that the universe just made sure we're in the same room at the same time. Um, It's so fun to see what you're doing. And I'm so grateful that you were able to share so generously with those of us, those who are listening, because um, I I think that a lot of people are working so hard on who they want to be. And oftentimes they don't realize it's, it's actually not buying something or it's not the next educational thing you need it's really taking care of that health tripod and um so so grateful for you everyone please do us a favor screenshot this um share it on your socials and tag us both so we can see your takeaways make sure you follow uma and um i will until next time be it till you see it